Welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And we've decided to gather ourselves up and do a podcast. Yeah. On this, wait, it's the first day of February yeah, for us, it's isn't freezing. it? It's the next, is it? It's so not cold. That bad. Freezing cold. You live in a more airtight house than I live in. I, uh, you're making me check the weather. It's because cold. Also, I think speaking of the it's weather. It's 32 degrees. That's not Speaking of the weather, though, blazing I'm just going to say that the heater has just reached a moment where I turned it off. Because I'm like, it's fine now. In the house or in the car? No, just right now in the car. Okay. And I'm just saying, given the freeze <laughs> that is actually outside. It was way cold the other day. We may day. need to this kick it back on. Degrees. I'm just saying, stand by for ambient noises. because mm, Yeah, yeah. You I, should stand by for ambient noises. Yeah, you can turn your seat heater on if you need to. Okay. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> well, I've just been forging ahead in the new year with the getting rid of stuff, cleaning things Me out. too. And I'm, it's, guys, I've lived the newborn life before. And I'm coming back at it with a fresh new, like, oh yeah, I remember this. These are simultaneously very fast and very slow days. Yeah. Like, yeah. like where I don't get most of anything done in the day sure but somehow we've been having a really slow time not accomplishing much you know yeah you're like it was a slow mellow day where i was unable to squeeze anything (laughs) (laughs) i am squeezing things into getting stuff done and cleaning stuff out and that's great but it's funny how much i'm remembering this is actually a lifestyle i lived for a Uh long time Uh uh-huh and yeah. it is, it is a funny flashback. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I see I how it is. Well, Ben did a dump run on Saturday, which was great because there was the kind of post-Christmas fiasco in the back of the well, truck with a tree still dolloped on top of it. You know, mm-hmm. so he got that out, and by the time he got back with a nice, fresh, empty truck. I feel like I filled it right up again with, <laughs> with more like, Judah, come upstairs and haul out these eight big garbage bags and that box full of stuff mm. and the other thing. You know, it yeah. was it Well, was just... I told you the last time we gathered, I think I said that I uh, was, it was that Dana White mm-hmm, book. Mm-hmm. And Which I read after that. One point that has kept... So this point that she makes that keeps coming back to me as I'm cleaning things out is the, if you needed this item, would you have been able to find it? Yeah. Or would you have thought you'd rather buy a new one than look for it? Like I might have that, <laughs> yeah. but I can't guarantee mm-hmm. you that mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. a small container of tacky glue yeah. in the house. Or a hole punch right. of that size. You're yeah. like, would I... And that, and that is actually surprisingly helpful when you're like, I have mm-hmm. it. It's useful. I wouldn't have known yeah. where to fa- find it. So either I need to, to establish a place where a I home. would know how to yeah. find this. Right. Or that, because at least in our house, that one of the things that painter's tape or duct tape or like yeah. packing tape yeah. don't have, a, like they're used in different places. Yeah. And so... You can feel like you have it without feeling like you can trust that you, you have it. You can put your hand on you it You can right be away. pretty sure. I'm like, but the packing tape might be in the car because of Amazon returns. And yeah, the painter's yeah. tape might have gotten used. And I don't know. You know, like, this mm-hmm, stuff could have... Mm-hmm. Mm. It's valid. Anyways, I've been just I, purging the stuff. I think I read that book on a plane, which I think I was going on a trip right after we talked, so... Mm-hmm. I pulled that one up to read on the plane. And, um, here's your husband. Whoa. Oh! Wow! That? I literally fell asleep, sorry. That's, a, that's actually really funny, because I, I did, I made it for my, do you want, do you want that one? Do you want the coffee? What is it? It looks delicious. It's just a flat white. Thank you. It's a flat white. Awesome. That's... This is that's amazing, luxury, and luxurious, luxury living. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> you didn't know you were getting no, coffee, but I just got. If a... I drank that coffee, I would get whizzed up through the. That would 
be unfortunate. I've what, had my morning. Had, okay. Yes, I've my coffee yeah. drinking is minimalistic now. I, I have yeah. a coffee in the afternoon, and that's got it. No, what I was going to say is there were two things that I felt like were big takeaways from that book this time, and one I just really sided with her on in principle, and I feel like I need to bring it into real life action. Okay, but that is store your Tupperware goods with the lids on them. Don't try to nest them. Just don't. Because you won't be able to find the lid that goes to which thing. I own a lid lid containment device that's going to be thrown away Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because of the fact... I actually have a pretty simple... I, I'm not going to do that because I do have some big... Like Tupperware that is bigger than sure. most. Sure. It's like the Cambro, the food prep big rectangular yeah. ones. And yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I don't no, actually want to build do. a big tower But I just mean you don't actually need 712 Tupperware. Because you're never going to use them all at one time no. anyway. So how could you ever know what like some rogue lid shows up you're like does this match anything that i have or does it not and the thing that you have might be in the car so you think no i don't have it you throw it away and then you're forever left someone brings the other one in so you are always saying if you don't try to nest it and save space (laughs) you really only need not that many. Just a small smattering of t- <laughs> Tupperware. I actually think fine. so. I have been doing this is part of my journey. It's not. It's not from her, but mm-hmm. it's from my. I'm trying to really rebuild the ruins that I've left yeah. behind in a yeah. lot of areas. Because uh, I was called into other frontiers of action yeah. since the morning sickness. So it's been that was March last March that I like it's been a long time you were sick though at the June wedding yeah but March would have been so when you found out yeah yeah and uh, yeah because it was only the throes of wedding prep that Rachel was out out, I'm gonna be I'm just don't mind me (laughs) I'll just be (laughs) yeah yeah I don't remember if I told that story about the what Jemima's graduation party at your house that I came to, where you yeah you went you out grilled bison yeah. burgers and yeah. that yeah. was probably was nice rude. for everyone, yeah, but it was wasn't I uh, wasn't one of the I think that you caramelized onions actually, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like uh, something I would it was done. a time that I really laid my life on the line for Jemima's <laughs> graduation party, <laughs> but I don't remember if I told that I think I did yeah. that I was you someone was back. in the bathroom yeah. and I burst out the back door to puke off the porch yeah. and the neighbors were having yeah. a backyard yeah. party and it, it was like oh yeah. my heavens yeah. I have burst into a scene yeah that was not I'm good sorry that happened. Well, it's your reputation I damaged. Anyways, <laughs> all of this, all of this is to say that it's been a while and I'm trying to really get mm-hmm. back into like, okay, new lifestyle. How sure. are things now? What's the yeah. pantry? Kid, like, yeah. what's the rhythms yeah. of my life? Yeah. And feeding teenagers is a whole other ballgame. And yeah, I, and so is. I'm always just working on that. But this is all to say that in the different areas that I've been cleaning things out, I am doing a use it or lose it approach. Like, because I'm just yeah. ditching stuff. When I clean things out, you're like, well, this is a perfectly fine bag of lentils that was gifted to us by someone. Yeah. But at no time did I recall that I had an obscure breed of lentil no. in a one pound bag, which would not be enough to actually do like. I'm going to feed my family a doll for dinner yeah, or something. No. So it becomes an elite. And and it was stuff like um, a hold. It was like Urad. And then it wasn't just, which is like a black lentil, I guess. Okay. Except for it was a black lentil that had been hold. So there were little white pills oh. that were parts of black lentils. I was like, well, I don't know what this is. And I'm yeah. sure it would make a delicious something. But... It's not, it wasn't enough to plan a meal with it. It was just, you know, you just kind of, whatever. Put a a basket on my kitchen counter of any of the odds and ends from the pantry that I Mm -hmm. never remembered I have. 
and then I give myself a week to use it or lose it. Mm, like either mm-hmm, I will, mm-hmm. either I will plan something with yeah. this and use it or I will throw it away. It's a good system. I ended up throwing away quite a few things that I think I've been thinking I was going to use for a really long time because I'm like, if it's here and I remember I have it and I'm yeah. still not motivated to do something with it, then we can, we can be done. See, with it. I, the periodic pantry clean out that happens with me makes me really happy I live right across from the food bank because you can just oh, put it all in feel, a box. You feel like And I'll be about like, that. hey Judah, trot this on across the way. But um that is nice. But the thing is there are certain staples in the fridge or the pantry that I just always assume that I have. You know, it's just like you keep yeah. it constantly there. But then there are other ones that in the heat of the moment at the store you feel like I couldn't bank on the fact that I have it, so I'll grab one. Then you find yourself with, and this is not an exaggeration, like seven tubs of panko breadcrumbs. Oh, <laughs> I think we were using, we were working our way through a lifetime supply of breadcrumbs because, because when we're doing Sabbath stuff. Yeah. If it's like we need breadcrumbs, you don't, you don't buy you don't but you yeah. don't buy one thing of them. You're no. like better grab and we ended up with like who needs this yeah. many things of breadcrumbs? Yeah. But see, we often will do stuffed mushrooms as but like But now you need to remember yeah. that then I used it all. And then I will go for like a year thinking I have breadcrumbs yes. when I don't. And you'll think you have so many breadcrumbs. <laughs> it's a rhythm. But see, the only time we ever use breadcrumbs ever <laughs> is stuffed, stuffed mushrooms. mushrooms. But we will frequently do it like Sunday lunch. Somebody will be like, hey, we should do stuffed mushrooms while you're at the store. Grab yeah. stuff for get stuffed a, mushrooms. Get a panko while you're there. And if you don't grab panko, you'll need then it. you'll come home and, and people will be like, idiot, why didn't you know that we would need panko? You know, so you get it just in case. And then there you are. You've got like a flotilla of panko breadcrumbs. Oh, Hero emerged from the pantry the other day with her arms full. <laughs> and like some are opened, many are not. I think I sent, I think there were like seven in various sort of states of, you know, yeah, usage. And I sent all the unopened ones over to the food bank. Now, I mean, who knows? Because it's like, you know, they come around yeah. and do drives every so often. And they always seem fine with whatever. So I'm like, surely someone wants panko. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but they, then I, I just I say... dumped all the other ones into a random empty crock that I had. And now I have layers where there's like the plain, never... <laughs> the oregano studded ones. <laughs> It's like a, it's like one of those cookie mix in a mason jar. But it's like breadcrumbs through the ages at the Burgle house. Uh, you know, the other day though, I bought some salted almonds, like a bag of blue diamond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Titus says, he's like, oh, I love almonds. It keeps me from eating pistachios. <laughs> and I think it's because... That what made me think of that is that the pistachios I buy, I'm like, these are not for snagging because yes, they're like a million, yes. pa- they're a million dollars yeah. for a pound because I buy yeah. the ones that have been shelved. Pre-shelled, yeah. And so yeah. I, and everyone in our house loves a pistachio. I mean, oh, yeah. everyone would eat well, endless pistachios. And, and the shelling at least paces you out a little bit. Like, yeah, but you, the, you can't, if it's already shelled, you can power down. But if down you need pistachios for a recipe, a like you're going to yeah. throw pistachios oh, you can't in it or on it, you're no. like, like, don't eat out of my bulk no, pistachio no. bag. Well, then the the pistachio bags is one of the ones that you could end up with a lineup of, oh, yeah. of bags that have like a eighth yeah. of a cup of mm-hmm. pistachios mm-hmm. in the bottom of it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. These are the, the things. These are the things that we struggle with in our pantries, it, in our I life. Know. But I'm using the use it or lose it technique That's great. in every different location yeah. in my house. Okay. So I have been, I did it in the, like a skincare makeup kind of drawer where I'm like, if I'm not going to use this, I'm going to throw it away because it actually is creating a tedious, like Mm. I, you know, whatever, but I threw that stuff away and I'm moving it into my fabric Oh, because every time I organize or clean out my fabric, I would be like, well, this piece would be great for fill in the blank. This 
old Laura Ashley velvet dress. <laughs> I am keeping because yeah. the cotton velveteen would be ideal for the backing yeah. of my needlepoint right. pillow, which I have not blocked yet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, and the thing is, like, if you really are going to do it, do it yeah. right now. And yeah. then don't I have it stuffed in a, you know. I currently have a leather folio with a pad of paper in it. That nobody wants, nobody's going to mm, use. That's hard. Those uh, are the uphill like, battles. There it is. And then also a small box of a Clinique something or other. Like it's it's more like a sample size, but it's enough sure. of a sample size. And so I look at those two things and I'm like, I need to like send those to the Hope Center. Or give them to somebody who wants them. And then I'll be like, I'm bringing them out to the dining room, and then I'm going to dispatch them into the somewhere. Then it's time to set the table, and I'm like, here's this. I'll take Put it. Those, or someone I'll, else I'll take up. it back to my bedroom. And then tomorrow, I'm like, I've got to deal with these two things. And I bring them back out to the dining room. Well, and so I've been carrying around yeah. the leather folio. Well, and that's the thing. Oh, the mountain is so pretty right it's now. beautiful. And that's the thing with decluttering that I find to be my biggest <laughs> my biggest hitch in my get along. Right. Is that there were like I had a stack of pretty white bowls, like eight white bowls with mm-hmm. gold edging that yeah. are pretty. Well my family is more than eight. Yeah. So yeah. a home meal, like do I need to save yeah. these white bowls in case I have a small ladies luncheon wherein I need a bowl. <laughs> and no, I don't. You yeah. know, it's like, I don't need yeah. this. But you immediately like, but they're pretty. And also, I can think of a lot of destinations for them. Yeah. But all of the destinations involved me needing to curate them somehow. Yeah. Have yeah. them, save them until March for an mm-hmm. event. Do mm-hmm. this, have that. And I'm like, no. It's like, there's a real value yeah. sometimes in thinking... How much would you pay someone to not have this problem? Like you're yeah. cleaning out an area and you're like, would I be willing to pay yes. to lose that one inch of almond butter in this jar to have a clean, yeah. you know, like to have a pantry be clean? I always I would. Yeah. I would happily pay someone for the losses. So I'm just, yeah. you know, it's a real reckoning. And actually the thing that I like about Dana White is she has. Like, it's practical problems that she's talking about. Yeah, she comes but, with an almost pastoral solution but, for. <laughs> yes, but, but the thing that I was going to say about it is exactly pastoral in that I think she gives a really good example of how to honestly deal with what your own temptations yeah. are. Yeah. Because even though it's not in a... I mean, lots of the themes that she's talking about could be sinful yeah things yeah. but mostly she's talking about areas where you just aren't personally understanding gifted. this yeah. so you need yeah. help to understand this more but the way i just was reading the intro to the other book decluttering at the speed of life yeah. or whatever yeah and that one she talks about her own basically how she got so badly yeah cluttered and stuff yeah. in the first place and it's a but it's the kind of thing that nobody, I feel like she clearly is aware that her readership gets mad at her sometimes because yes. she's, she's like yes. talking in with that awareness. Like, yeah. I know you're already hating yeah. that I said that yeah. and yeah. you can tell yeah. that she's received a brash word or two from people <laughs> in her career as a decluttering tipster. You know, the the people have let it rip. Yeah. But it was reminding me of, I think sometimes we get that response from the way you're talking about, try to look honestly at your own. Yeah. Like, like for instance, I think we've done that when we're talking about if you're offended by another woman's immodesty, mm-hmm. like be actually honest with yourself yeah. or when you're wearing tight pants. Yes. Are you being honest about why yes. that's happening or yes. whatever? The, and she does that, but on a practical yeah. um, life, you know what I mean? She's yeah. like, she's like, I, and then as soon as I was like, we didn't have enough money for things. So I should shop at yard sales. And then I immediately began 
uh, buying things. I started selling things on eBay yes. to purge. And then I began buying things <laughs> to sell on eBay. <laughs> yep. And I think it those. Well, I liked, I remember this because the one I just reread was, well, I read on the plane, was a short little one. And there were things in it that I remembered from her other book that I'd read. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't was, remember if I've, which ones I've already read, but I, I think, have read them. Yeah. I Anyway, it was the first one that I had read. But she basically is sort of like, you're going to have to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. And I know that you don't want to and you don't think it matters you have to. You're going to have to get up and you're going to have to go do those. And then you're going to have to do that tomorrow again also. You're going to just, you're going to think that you've done them now. But you're going to have to do them again. Yeah. And get up right now. Just go do it. <laughs> she just has this kind of like, it's I know that sure. you feel sorry for yourself. I know <laughs> I know that this seems like I know an impossible that you think task. It can't possibly be and necessary. Like, but if you do it for three days, you'll be so surprised that there are fewer <laughs> dishes than the first okay. day you did them when it, it was like a week's worth piled up. You As know? I've splashed back into my life right now well it's it's half january half postpartum how you know it's it's a mashup of moods i'm in right now but the thing that i think is uh really interesting is i remember being at this place like i'm it's funny because it's old it's like oh i remember this from before and that is the hamster wheel oh yeah of every different part of the house and that a big part of juggling the rhythms of your house is recognizing how fast each one of these different oh, yeah. wheels needs to be turning. Oh, yeah. Because as soon as you are like, I'm going to commit myself to, yeah. you know, like yeah. cleaning our bedroom floor all the time, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it seems to me like that makes dust bunnies do booming business Mm -hmm. like because you're like okay got this all clean and then tomorrow there will be a dust bunny breezing past you in the middle yeah and you're like how Mm. why Mm. i just did this yeah and then you can feels like a spiteful assault yeah but you can easily get into the rhythm where you're making the hamster wheel as small as possible and then making it impossible for you to keep up with everything like if i was sweeping my floor every moment that there was a crumb on it yeah i wouldn't get to any other thing i was supposed to be doing because the floor needs to be done all the time and it's like figuring out is it it's enough for me to sweep Mm -hmm. the kitchen once Mm -hmm. a day right when am i gonna do that like when should i do that in the day yeah and then you're like and shopping for food is something I have to do all the time on a much faster, like, sure. like the food prep food yeah. regime yeah. is not one that I have liberty to drift on. Drift on, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it mm-hmm. becomes much more of a crisis, much yeah. faster. Yeah, I'm just working on that. Like the life rhythms. What are the things that are actually I just, urgent? Yeah. I just don't think anytime you finally get it dialed in and everything's chugging along nicely, life just has a way of upending it. You know, I feel like it's oh, you have totally. to constantly reassess. Yeah, but there's always like times that I'm works. like things that I've done. It's like you have to rededicate yourself. Yeah, I a lot of times in my life I've tried to make a point of if you're leaving a room, glance around you at what you could take with you. Mm. Like mm-hmm. if you're walking sure. up the stairs, is there something that needs to go yeah. upstairs? If you're if you're coming, like, and I think big family, big house big scale messes all the time. I think one of the biggest temptations is to batch the work. Like, because you're like, say we're getting ready for Sabbath and we're like Mm -hmm. all over in the kitchen and you drop some cornmeal on the floor. Mm -hmm. You're like, we already have to sweep this whole place. So I'm not going to stop right now because I'm going to have to do that in a minute for everything. But then it can, that, period can yeah. stretch out where everyone yeah. thinks we have to clean the floor now so an eggshell yeah makes I'll no matter just throw this whole cilantro <laughs> stub on the floor and not and not sweep it up as we go right. and like right. some part of that is smart and some part of that is well, bad management you know you're like i feel like there are times 
that, well, we were out of town and we came back. The kids have been phenomenal making dinner every night. And it was like 95% of the dishes were completely done. Like the kitchen was fine, but there were a couple of pans that, you know, were soaking or whatever. Then we rolled straight into a Sunday lunch taco extravaganza that dirtied every single bowl, spatula, pair of tongs that there are in the whole Mm -hmm. house. Cookie sheets, blitzed, everything. I mean, it was just a whole thing. And it was like, I felt like all I did on Monday was dishes and then more dishes. And then I'm going to just do a few more dishes. And then there were still some dishes on Tuesday and it was soup night. So I was like, it, anyway, I got through it and I was so happy on <coughs> Tuesday that it was like, whew, they are done. That was yesterday. Today, there is soup night mess that is still not put away. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, but I do think that her, her thing about dishes logic sort of is basically what you're saying there. Like if, yeah. if there's just one cereal bowl in the sink. Yeah, it's not that big. You can just do it later. But if you do it now, it won't suddenly accumulate into... Well, it's broken window theory. It's like, yeah. it's just don't... Yeah. Once you've broken the frontier of the kitchen yeah. floor is dirty and we're just going to yeah. have to live with that for yeah. now, yeah. then it just goes what wild, wild. can't go wrong. And so, like, if I am doing a great big thing and every single dish is dirty, mm-hmm. but I am... Like, as I go, I'm like, let me just wash that out and put it here to dry. And I'm going to run to the mm-hmm. other thing. I'm going to wash that out, put it here to dry, run to the other thing. Oh, I'll put those two things away really quick. Wash the next one out. It's actually surprisingly less time overall mm-hmm. than if you just pile them all up and wait for... Oh, amen. Wait for later mm-hmm. when you can... No, oh, I'll do this in a batch, will you? Oh, that was the other thing I, I had as the takeaway. The one was the was the um, Tupperware lids. And the other one was she said keep a gift card by the sink to scrub the bottoms of pans out because um, it's yeah. the right size and shape to get on in there, like an old expired gift card. I haven't done that yet, but that is really brilliant because she was saying we all know the temptation to soak. And you feel like, I'll just let this here soak. And then mm-hmm. what you're actually doing is not wanting to wash it. So you're yeah. going to let it soak. And if you have a gift card and she's right that that would get, cause like sometimes you need a spatula, but uh-huh. the handle doesn't allow you to like get at the corners the way you need to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is, that is smart. Just a small little I have, rigid I scraper. I have plastic bench knives. So I yeah. use those all the time. But even that's pretty fat for some you know, Maybe. like, but it's in the sink. Most of things. the like, there's often one in transit somewhere, mm. so it's easy to use in yeah. that application. I just feel like the I didn't feel like the gift, gift card, card. But do you use I haven't scrub tried daddies? It. Because I haven't tried it yet. I don't. don't I like tried them. scrub daddies. Yeah, we like a scrub daddy. It's at our house. fine. It didn't blow my mind. Yeah, we like them. So, but I feel like I have that base covered. Like, what are you not? You know, what are the things that make me not wait well, to do it? I. How I don't even know what is burned onto one of my cookie sheets right now. Like I have no idea, and I chipped a bunch of it off yesterday. Have you considered oven cleaner? Because that's 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 a good idea. Yeah, you just if you have one of those situations, that's smart. Spray an easy off on Mm. it, and then let it sit and get it off. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's you know what I was enjoying. I was talking to a friend about all of the like, and sometimes. You're like, I am a, I'm at home all the time and I am struggling to keep the home doing what we want the home doing yeah. all the time. And yeah. I think that the thing that I, was a good, very obvious reminder okay. to me, they're like, you know, but we also are the people who believe that this is a full-time job. That yeah. like, that yeah. actually the work that there is to do in the home yeah. and are there things I could do to make it not be a full-time job. Well, yes, I could right. stop cooking the way I could do. I could stop the baking the way I do. I could yep. get rid of all of the fabric and things yep. for creating. Like, could you make it so that your home was uh-huh. not a full-time job? Mm-hmm. Yes, I could. But yeah. would that actually be removing a ton of the life. value and life from what we actually think a home right. is supposed to be? Yeah. And then there's something really great about just acknowledging that 
this is a job that takes a person all their time. Like, this is the job of what I'm trying to do. It's not like something's wrong that it's taking me all of my time. We actually think that that's the kind of job it is. I do think you're right that there's a lot of people who, on paper, they say that, but in practice would resent it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... Well, because it's frustrating because you're like, why are we back at dishes? And you're like, well, could you make it so that you weren't cooking so that... Or you just only ate on paper. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, could you whittle your responsibilities back to not have that job? Yeah. Yeah, But that wouldn't be doing... Like, what we actually think the value is, is... How can you maximize rather than how can you... Rather than how can I get out? It's like, how can I make the time I'm investing in my home actually go towards things that we think have value rather than uh am i always struggling with my pile of stuff we don't want well that's not adding value to our home but like am i having to wash a lot of dishes because i made a meal that Mm -hmm. everyone loved well that's different like yeah it's a different level and i do think it's fun that there are so many women who actually are on board with that like i'm gonna throw myself into trying to make the home beautiful and hardworking and hard wearing and joyful and you know all that so actually you know what I should say I had to call um my I can't even remember why there was some like weird hang up I was having with my website for the dish towels Uh and the guy on the phone who was helping me with whatever he's like well just a minute let me just take a little look at this and he's like wait what do you sell and I was like uh it's you know dish towels and he was like you have sold that many dish towels? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I did. And he was like, what? And <laughs> and then he ended up by being like, I've never seen anything like that before. And, and then he was like, well, I'm just glad that our platform could give you such success. I mean, it was so funny because I was like, no, it's a lot of women yeah. who actually believe in what they're doing and they think that a dish towel right. is something they're going to actually order and use uh, and, yeah. Fancy and that. have it be there. And it was so funny because it was like he just later he was like, I'm still just really blown away that you only sell dish towels. Well, <laughs> I had a time. I had a time with... Um, Oh, I have to say, just I've, by the way, I'm getting two new designs of dish towels. I'm very excited about oh, this. Oh, nice. I know. I so, know. I was, I follow a, or I was looking on Instagram at a quilter lady. But it's like a lady who does cute quilts, but she has kids. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like a young mom, mm-hmm. whatever. And I, I can't say that I follow her in great depth. She's just that I see it go by sometimes yeah. and I enjoy seeing yeah. quiltiness. Well, uh. Then I saw, and I think a lot of the time it's like, I've seen her kids in the post, you know, like, so whatever. Yeah. But I saw her talking about, oh, I don't know, she was ripping a seam or something. It was one of the, like, ah, and this is because I was hurrying and, you know, whatever. And I saw her comment. So it was like a response to somebody. Yeah. But. I don't even remember what they were discussing, except for she was talking about hurrying. And she said, I was just hurrying because I'm waiting any moment. I'm going to get a call from the daycare telling me that my kids are sick and I have to come get them. Oh. And it, and it was like the incongruity of like, I'm doing a beautiful oh. domestic thing. You yeah. know, like I'm, I am outside. I'm, I, I'm not outside. I'm sewing a beautiful quilt. Right. And in my home and like I'm working at home and I made a mis- I made a mistake because I'm so stressed that I know they're going to call me to tell me that my sick children can't be at daycare. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I'm like, you know what that is? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like and uh, presumably because she makes money, like her job is this yeah. quilting business. Yeah, right. And the fact that it looks domestic yeah. Is not the same thing as her actually embracing Being the whole, domestic. well, embracing the whole actual, yeah. or just know. the purpose of it. The Or the, like, what actually makes what's this it, beautiful, like. And what's it aimed at, sort right. of. I follow yeah. another lady on Instagram who cooks, uh, who, but I don't even, I don't, I've made a few things that she makes, but I don't even 
like it's not even the food is not my favorite. I just enjoy that she actually has six kids and yeah. cooks in a way that yeah. looks like someone who's been making it happen yeah. since 1993. Like she's yeah. an older woman yeah. whose adult kids give her recommendations. Like, mom, you have to try this. Okay. And she's okay. And it's she's just sort of like this is what I made with my frozen pie crust that I wrestled yeah. out, and yeah. I and I yeah. just like it like I, uh-huh. I but that is one that's like the example is I like this because I think it's actually someone who who actually likes yes. feeding people and doing this because she likes her family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know these are all indeed I don't know indeed. just saying that in the organizing I want it to be that way in the cleaning the yeah. house and in the decorating yeah. and in the, the yeah now that we're in February we're talking about the January's yeah. Have you noticed right, that? Right, I'm like, are. but the new year time, yeah. let's just say. Well, I feel like that's always the sort of thing you're striving for is trying to figure out how to have your house be like effective, but also beautiful or pleasant or joyful or, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like there's that sort of, because I do think in the world of organizing cleaning, there is often a real emphasis on it's perfectly organized and it's perfectly clean, but it is a bit soulless and there's yeah. nothing beautiful. Well, that's it's what, very um, I've heard that, sterile. I've heard and, that this is where this is the death. COVID was the death of minimalism. Isn't that interesting? I didn't know we we'd said our goodbyes yet to well, it. Well, I think trend wise, minimalism okay. is on the. It's like why, not. Why was COVID involved? Oh, because. Everybody had to work from home. And oh. all of a sudden, people realized that there, it seemed so sterile. Yeah. So people are having these hilarious... Um, it was almost like people were rediscovering. People are like, what if... Follow me closely here. What if I had things that I enjoyed looking at in my house? <laughs> yeah, like, or were comfortable if, to sit in? Or, were, yeah. or no, it just were like personal. Like what if mm-hmm. the space mm-hmm. felt... Mm-hmm personal because I think when everybody yeah. was out doing things all the time they were it was focusing on home as a retreat yeah. from like where you go pa- like the like the dock yeah yeah you go power down there yeah you know and then it it comes back around yeah. to being like well if I'm actually supposed to be productive in my home mm-hmm. if I'm actually trying to do something when I'm here right. Right. What if I wanted it to be more fun to look at? Yeah. You know? And I do think some of the some of the pictures of the ideal, like, see how what I've done here is I've perfectly organized this cupboard. And it just is, it's like, well, it is, but it's a bit sad that <laughs> everything is the way it is in well, your that's, life. Okay, and have you seen videos <laughs> go by of people being like, watch me stock my fridge, but they're like, unpacking granola bars into a clear plastic box where it's like watch me live in a weirdly like it's like this desperate need for creativity and involvement in something without going the whole way and just being like you know let's roll out a pie crust or let's do it's just like see the thing is like your your thing about going back to the fabric stash I I think that's the Marie Kondo ditch, which, yes, that was funny that she just announced she doesn't really do that anymore. But The thing that gave everyone, sparked joy for everyone. (laughs) Yeah, but when she said, books, you don't need to have books, that was the part that was like, what? What? You know, it was sort of like, you don't need those and they're just clutter. If you've already read it, then don't hang on to it, sort of. But, um... I think that that sort of over obsession with organization would lead you to be like, you, you just shouldn't have any fabrics around. And that does kind of kill any creativity or joy or like, well, or I think actually in unplanned creativity, just like with the books, if you have planned what books you're going to read and you know that there's no there's no extra life in your house cuz see for yeah. for me there's always like how could you know one of my kids is going to want to read yeah. this sometime like yeah. there's there are occasional books that you're like nobody needs to read this let's oh, yeah. be done with this yeah. but a lot of the time you're like i actually want our house to be a place where people wander around which actually reminds me i have a collection that's like kids it's old it's probably 50s like mm-hmm 
one of those mini book sets of mm-hmm. like collections of kid stuff. Yeah. I've had that. I mean, I'm sure somebody's read it, but it's been around our house mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. And out of nowhere, I think Moses has just discovered it because like today I was, I picked up like three different ones of them in different places. And I was like, who just tapped into these? And I'm, and, but it's so fun. Like yeah. he happened upon yep. a little cash in a bookshelf yeah. that he didn't know about that yeah. was like, I gotta, I gotta get through this. I gotta yeah. find out what's yeah, happening here. Totally. And, and I do think that there is, there's a lot of value in having the random bin full of spray paints or the, the, you know what I mean? And and you could in your sort of use it or lose it mentality. I would rather have the stash that you're always trying to battle with rather than having a perfectly organized home that you never had that problem. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's just like that. It's like, I'd rather have a tree that you have to rake like you know that there's then, stuff then there's a fake churn, one out there yeah there's yeah. churn happening all the time which or you'd rather have of, a kitchen that you have to sweep the cornmeal off the floor rather than yes. a kitchen that nobody ever baked in oh my word yeah and i but i do think this is like everything that the challenge is in the caring enough to push yourself to the work of it yeah without caring so much that you can't deal with your life when things <laughs> don't fit in the right yeah. boxes or when yeah. stuff it's just a yeah. it's a constant juggling act and yeah. a uh I don't know it's a constant need to submit yourself to the realities of kind of you wanting to bless others and that mm-hmm. requires that always requires self-sacrifice like there's right. always and if it's not one way it's another way it's right. like if it's not yep. getting rid of things because it's blessing no one to walk around the bin of excess stuff yep. here yep. That, and you might need to do that to bless others, or you might need to bless others by being willing to have them have their great beading loom mm-hmm. layout exactly. somewhere, you know, exactly. where you're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll have that. We'll do yeah. that. I think what we're basically saying is life is essentially one long series of moguls. It's a real struggle out there. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like you get over and one. And moguls are fun. You get over one, but then bang, you're on a new one and you have to not think it's the same one as and the last one. You just one. have to remember that people do mogul ski runs for fun. Because not me, though. That's no, but key. I'm saying, well, <laughs> for Rebecca, they're not fun. I don't know that I life, would think they're fun. Life moguls, yes, but actual moguls. Yeah, yeah. No. I was, this is off topic, what we've been talking about, but it's something I was thinking about. And just to wrap this up, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that is, I was thinking about that whole issue of how when you look ahead and you have a worry about something or you have a, a you know, there's something concerning ahead. And that just the reality that God does not... Uh, prepare you he doesn't give you the grace that you don't need right you don't like and so right. when you're looking at someone else's trial or someone else's yeah. situation or sometimes we're just not good at imagining the grace right but we imagine the shortage of grace we we're like well we don't imagine it it's like we feel the yeah. shortage of grace like right. we feel the like yeah lack of that and I was thinking about the fact that we should always be like we don't we're not given the grace for things we don't have to deal with and we're not in like the manna yeah situation that sufficient unto the day you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the troubles of the day the grace for that day god provides yeah like and don't think that you can pick up a bunch of extra and store it without it going bad moldy and but, wormy. but then I was realizing something I mean that to me that's a concept that we've all yeah we've trod that yeah many times something I hadn't really thought of before is that we actually are supposed to store it up and lay it away but it's not the grace for the thing it's the memories of God's faithfulness to us that the whole point of scripture is to treasure it up in your heart like the faithfulness of God to his people and how each one of us has a whole testimony of all the times that God yeah. has given us grace Absolutely. and and that we but that that's actually a thing 
the scripture itself is doing is is memorializing yeah. all of these things that God that's has done. A memory of previous grace. It's not trying to get the grace in advance right. for something. But I'm. Have. But the funny thing is that all the time we feel the lack of the like. God did give us so much for our storehouses. Yeah. Like it's not that God wants us not having anything in the pantry. Right. And living out on the breezy edge <laughs> of, you know, like it's, and I think that's easy to think of it that way. Like, sure. Oh God doesn't until you need the grace. He won't give it to yeah. you. Like you're but, living on, on bare rations or like, um, what is that part in, uh, Indiana Jones and the last is it the last crusade or whatever, but where you, he steps out what looks like into a total void. And then there's a very skinny path (laughs) and that that's, that that's what we think of as being like, that's what walking, that's what grace is like, is that you, you're going to always feel like you're falling off a cliff, but somehow miraculously there's this razor edge of something you can stand. Right. And I was thinking we're actually given unbelievable storehouses of stories of his faithfulness, memories of his grace, all of the things that we should be keeping and that they, that far from going bad when we keep them, they are a legacy and inheritance and a hair, like that. Those are the things that we should absolutely be hanging on to. And that how many Christians don't choose to mess with, those storehouses. Yeah. Right? Like why would I bother reading my Bible? Yeah. Why would I you right. know like right. actually even stop to to remember yeah how faithful God has been to us in this last year. Yeah. How many times did I have something I felt like I could have worried about and I didn't and God provided and yep. this was yep. anyways. This was my thought that that it's not that Christians are supposed to go unprepared and unequipped and unsustained. Like we have the supply lines. Yeah, for sure. That are unbelievable. And the manna, the grace for every day is not the same thing as the substance of our faith. You know what I mean? Like this, Mm -hmm. like that there Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That's my thought that there are things that we should be actively storing up, like actively thinking like, no, well, I mean, forgetting, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's not an excuse. It's an additional sin that mm-hmm. you forgot. Like God provided for you and then you forgot. And all the commands to talk with your children on the way oh, and remember. tell them about remember, remember and yeah. tell them and, and how people forget all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, I was thinking about that and thinking about how That's important good. that is. Uh, you know, and I was thinking that with easy, I was like, man, there's a lot of when there is a lot of unknown, there's also so many things that already were answers to prayer or great provisions or really, Mm -hmm. and how easy it would be to just go skipping, skipping, skipping past those things, you know, like just to worry about, just to think about the next thing. And and I'm like, I'm not a big journaler, but this is probably the one time that I ought to go ahead and (laughs) write down specific, uh, you know, like where you think, Oh, that was really, you know, like yeah. here is a thing and there's tons more than easy is certainly not, it's not certain, you know, I'm not trying to make that seem like that's been the big issue of our life right, because right. I think of Nate's brain tumor and dad's cancer mm-hmm. and through mm-hmm. like so many things yeah. that God has absolutely carried us yeah. through and done. And anyways, I was like, yeah. Yeah, maybe we that's need good. to get jotting some of those down, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> keeping true. track of all of it's this great all right. Well, All right, do you have a tip before we go? Uh, my tip was to use it or lose it baskets that's a good here tip. and there. It is. But that's a tip. That's less about throwing things away and more about productivity. Yeah. Because what I'm trying to do is not overwhelm myself with those things, but rather put one thing on the front burner periodically. Yeah. Like yeah. where I'm like, okay, let's do something about that mm-hmm. and then carry mm-hmm. on with mm-hmm. Because that's a much more manageable thing. Whereas if you say, I need to reorganize this entire thing top to bottom. I'm not going through, I'm not pulling everything out of my fabric stash. My plan is to pull a thing at a time, like do it this week or donate it because you don't need this. That's good. It's the chip away. Yeah. It's, it's a productivity motif, a productivity element. What about you? What's your tip? (sighs) Just 
maybe when in doubt, buy more panko just in case. I actually think layer your panko in fancy, <laughs> in fancy stratus. <laughs> get in there with a turkey baster when you want to like get a little of each. Does it not conjure up <laughs> memories of the frugal mind? Gosh, you're right. It does. There was a book of our youth called The Frugal Mind, and that woman was full of the hot tips that were so frugal. Oh, I know. You couldn't even believe it. Like, when you get a run in your nylons, simply cut that leg off and get another pair. And when you when you have get each leg, that one. when you have yeah. both legs yeah. of the unrun nylons, wear just, them separately. Like the sort of filing system that you would need to have mm-hmm. of one-legged nylon. Curly nude left. <laughs> I'm really tempted oh. to name this episode Pearly Nude Left, but I think we should refrain. Do you remember Grandma Bessie always did that with her rubber gloves? Because um, she'd have a perfectly good pair of rubber gloves and she was always slicing the left hand. Okay. Like she would cut a hole in the left hand because every time you're washing, yeah, uh, or it might have been the other way around. However, whatever her rhythm was of washing her knives, the hand you're holding it in, and then the hand that you're scrubbing it in, she would cut yeah. holes in it. Like yeah. she, but it was always this. So she had a whole drawer in her kitchen <laughs> that was full of all right-handed rubber gloves, <laughs> hoping for the day, you know, like hanging on. And the reason I know this is because. Many a time I had to wear one backwards, you know, like with the super tight, this, a baggy palm and a super tight back of the hand where it's really annoying. That's and, uh, That's but it was that, it was that same, uh, that same energy, the yeah. same energy was yeah. but, okay. But uh, the reason I brought up the frugal mind and then we detoured. She recommended things that no optometrist ever does, like water down your mascara. (laughs) But she also said for cheap decor, spray paint some dry noodles and put them in a jar. Put them in a jar, guys. And I think that that's... uh, That's my panko tip. Is that what you're saying? Uh Uh-huh. Layer up your panko in a sort of... I'm like Becca's, Becca's wanting to do it with, yeah, you can yeah. enjoy the flecks of green oregano. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, whoops. Hold on. I'm sorry. I like how I'm just, concluding yeah. the podcast <laughs> by texting people about rides. <laughs> well, we should probably let Rachel get on to her ride coordinating. Yeah, well, I just realized it's basketball time, basketball pickup time. Yeah. And so we got it. Yeah, we got it handled. All it's all right, right guys. It's been, it's been so We got it. Yeah. All right. Anyways, until well, next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.